luxury comes from the word for, in Latin for lust. Because it's really when people are not, when they have too much, uh, that these appetites really begin to uh, weigh heavily on them. But when people are working really hard, when they're just in bare subsistence and these things, they, they, they don't have time to think about these things. They're thinking about other things. But it's when a society becomes very um, corrupt and decadent. And look at all the advertising where they actually use the word decadent. You know, come and have a decadent weekend in Las Vegas or something like that. The, there used to be something, in fact, Islam, believe it or not, has something called sumptuary laws. A lot of people don't know about this, but there used to be sumptuary laws all over the world. A sumptuary law is a law that restricts certain behaviors because they're luxurious. So, for instance, in Islam, men are prohibited from wearing jewelry. Because you can wear like a silver ring. In the Maliki Madhab, it's actually khilaf al-awla. It's, it's, it's not recommended because the Prophet actually took his ring off, you know, but in any way, it, that's a khilaf issue. It's not, not, you know, people can wear rings, but, but the Prophet prohibited men from wearing silk or wearing gold because these are extravagant behaviors. And th those are sumptuary laws. Another example of a sumptuary law is Sayyidina Umar Adilanu prohibited people from eating meat every day in Medina when he was the caliph because he saw that people were starting to consume meat on a regular basis. In fact, in the Muatta of Imam Malik, there's only two hadiths about meat and they're both negative. Despite the fact that in Al-Bukhari, there's a hadith that says meat is the Sayyid of food. But the thing about a Sayyid is you go to the Sayyid in need. You don't go to the Sayyid every day. So eating meat constantly is not a healthy thing. The, the, the Prophet said, really, if we, if we look at his, his, um, his food habits, وسلم, arguably, we would say that he was a semi-vegetarian because he actually did not eat a lot of meat. And uh, eating a lot of meat is, is very harmful. There's a really important study that was called the China study about uh, the, the fact that um, the, the best diets are the diets that are plant-based. So in, in the West, you have these diets that are very, all these processed uh, foods, you know, the, the um, processed uh, carbohydrates like uh, breads and, uh, and things like that, crackers and potato chips, and people eat all of these um, empty carbohydrates, where, whereas the best sources for this are plant-based things, right? Because uh, that's the healthiest way. And there's a relationship between food and appetite. So the more uh, of those sumptuous foods you eat, hence the sumptuary laws, the more of those sumptuous foods you eat, the stronger your appetites get. And, and the less you eat, uh, and that's why the Prophet recommended for young men to fast, because it will weaken that appetite. And I actually think one of the reasons why the uh, uh, the North Africans drink um, mint in their tea because mint, if you look at one of the, uh, in the Materia Medicas, mint is something that dampens that appetite. So it actually uh, cools the appetite, the libido somewhat. Because in people that live in very hot climates can sometimes have excess heat. So these, these are all really important aspects of our religion 
this idea of, of not living in luxury. And in fact, Aristotle, I mean, Plato talked about in the Republic about once luxuries come in, then envy comes into a society and then people begin to fight and then civil wars start. And then, like he saw luxury as the negative thing. The Spartans, if you look at the Spartans that were a, a, a belligerent, you know, they were a warlike people. The Spartans did not allow for any ornamentation in their houses. They had sumptuary laws that their materials in the houses could only be made from simple instruments because they did not want their men to become effeminate and, and become weak because they needed them to protect the, you know, it was a warlike civilization. And so they were always at threat of being attacked. So you don't want these wishy-washy, uh, milquetoast type of uh, men. You want strong men that'll defend their women. You know, a lot, a lot of uh, people in this culture don't realize the importance of having chivalrous men. In fact, a lot of, uh, now chivalry is seen as toxic masculinity. It's seen as a negative thing, that, but, but, Actually, the desire to defend women and children is a fitra desire. It's not a social construct. I mean, this is one of their the favorite words out there. Everything's a social construct. For us, it's not. It's fitra. It's, not, it's Allah's constructs. The way He's constructed the human being, that men want to defend women. It's part of. It's part of their nature. And women don't need defense when you have a highly civil society because people will not accost them or won't when, when, when people are civil. But when it breaks down, the first victims are women and children. They're the first victims. And then they wish, the Yazidi girls wish that there were chivalrous men that would protect them from these horrible people that, would, that, that dragged them away into uh, sexual slavery or whatever.